what's up everybody it's Mac here welcome to the 2019 fantasy football season this year we wanted to bring back the podcast and do something a little bit extra special here for you uh so without further ado i'd like to introduce my co-host the man the one and only eric marshall what's up eric Mac, what's up hey man welcome to the podcast Guess who I'm watching on TV right this moment? Uh, let's see, 10.45 on a Thursday night. Yeah, you got me. It's your boy. It's Chosen Rosen, man. How's he doing? He's lighting him up? He is, he is carving up the fourth string Jaguars defense. I mean, you should be proud. That was your guy. Yeah, I always knew, I always knew he had it in him, so happy to hear that. Yeah. All right. So, um, so basically, let's fill everybody in. You and I got together and said, we really want to kick the podcast back off, bring it back in the loop, right? Absolutely. And so we kind of wanted to drop a little surprise, not give anybody a heads up, do it. You know, tonight is the night before our lottery party. The excitement's starting to build up, and I'm just ready to go. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I have a, this is a big year for me. Because I, I got to bounce back here. I was in 12th place last year. <laughs> and, and I never, I, I was never higher than fifth place for my entire existence of the Igloo fantasy football. So I got a lot of pride riding on this season. Yeah, I think that happened to me two years ago or three years ago. And it just it felt terrible. Like it just killed your entire spirits. You just feel like a, a waste and a loser. And you just want to curl up and <laughs> cry. In the fetal <laughs> position. <laughs> no, but so I think first things first, we need to talk about the winner from last year. And, you know, if you want to do the honors, since, you know, he is the guy that you've been going at for the last several years. <laughs> do it. Well, I, hey, I'm, I'm really proud and happy for John. I, I think it was a long time coming. And, um, you know, he had, a, he had an awesome team. I mean, he really put an awesome team together. And um, I think what was fun about that season is that, you know, Steph was also pretty strong, you know, at least early on in the season, we thought she'd do well. And, um, you know, and he, he just killed it, man. And uh, it's well-deserved because he was like the notoriously bad luck guy. I mean, <laughs> everything was against him. The entire world universe was against him. Uh, and that was his year. I mean, it was, it was, it was like a Cleveland championship moment, yep. you know? So yeah. Yeah. He, happy went for him. Like, he went from like the lovable loser to, he was the top dog and it, his team was stacked. You're right. And you know, you brought up Steph. I didn't realize I was just looking at, she actually won in 2017. So yeah, they've, they've taken the trophy home back to back years. I'm sure Steph loves having that trophy in their living room or wherever it's displayed proudly. No, it's in the bathroom or it's in the bedroom. It's in the bedroom. You're it's, right. It's in the bedroom. Like and John, John's looking at his reflection as him and Steph are <laughs> having their romantic moments. And who knows what else they're doing with that thing, right? Oh, I know. Well, hey, so here's the question. I mean, is John going to be drinking from the cup uh, tomorrow night? Well, Yes. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah, that I mean. So I mean, there's the whole thing. Like Steph said, she got lead poisoning from it. Blah blah blah. I mean, come <laughs> on. Who hasn't drank a little bit of lead in their life? Well, she could have gotten lead poisoning from the school she works at. I mean, it could, you know, it could have come from a lot of places. So, 
I think she works from home, but you know, same thing. No, she's out of school now, man. She's well, shows how much I know. Well, they don't keep us updated. That's that's something we need to all do better at keep each other connected. So, yep, so I agree. Congrats to John. You really took it to us last year. Uh, you went from the guy that everybody kind of was rooting for to now. Guess what, dude? You are on top. We all just want to kill you and destroy mm-hmm. you and keep you at the very bottom for the next 10 years. Uh, and let's just say this. He had this self-imposed like embargo he put on himself in this trash talk for yeah. last year. And then he so he did come pretty hard with that song at the end that you know, it was the win, 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 win. That that I enjoyed every second of that when he posted that. But knock it off, John. Get back in the group me chat and talk some trash to us. We need that. I know. I, I he's still playing it cool. I mean, that's that's John's style. But you know, yeah, he's got to come out of the shell a little bit now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we wanted to get together and put a uh, podcast just to hopefully kick off the excitement again. I don't know if you guys are going to get a chance to listen to this before the uh, party tomorrow night. I don't know if, like, if you're on your way to work tomorrow, or if you're on your way to the golfing outing. Uh, I just want everybody to get a chance to listen, or maybe you're going to listen over the weekend. But the NFL season is here, and we have quite a few storylines going on. There's quite a few things that absolutely impact our draft, and I just mm-hmm. it's still so questionable. I know we're, what, 10 days away from our draft but I don't know if some of these storylines are going to get solved yet. Yeah, it's crazy with the CBA upcoming, a lot of conversations, people holding out, people, you know, injuries in question, you know, just, in, you know, with the preseason just up in the air, you could get this feeling that teams are just not liking the preseason at all. And, I mean, I was really surprised even the last preseason Browns game you know, the starters didn't play at all. It's really it kind of stuck. That game was kind of boring, right? Yeah, and I heard I, I heard some guy on the radio. You know, they went out to Indy with his family and paid a lot of money for the tickets Ooh. and everything. And you know, he was really pissed. But yeah, yeah. So, so we got first of all starters. We got Zeke, which you know, another contract got or another offer got sent over to him today, and it's supposed to make him the second highest paid player. Yeah, he's not got to settle for second, <laughs> right? So you don't know if he's going to come back. Melvin Gordon, that, that situation looks terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got injuries to Andrew Luck. You've got Antonio Brown acting like a complete head case. I mean, that's your guy. I don't even yeah. know what you do at this point. Yeah, well, we'll have to talk about that. <laughs> Maybe the next segment we'll talk about that. Uh, Tyreek Hill is a terrible piece of trash human. Like, yeah. I, there's just so many things this season that it's hard to figure out. I mean, maybe it's that way every year. Le'Veon hasn't played in over a year and a half, right? Like that, it's just, it's going to be difficult to figure out. And I don't envy anybody when they're trying to either figure out their keepers or the draft position. Um, well, we'll get, we'll get into the keepers later too. But I think what was interesting, it struck me as I was looking at the, the little spreadsheet you have for us here, um, that last year, you know, we didn't have very many keepers. No. Um, so it's kind of interesting how everyone's going to approach it this year with all the question marks and, um, um, and you know, all the intrigue around the, around the league and all of that. So, yeah, yeah. and this is, I guess, I want to put the announcement out there. It's a quick turnaround on keepers after the lottery. So keepers are due Sunday. 
hopefully you're going to listen to this beforehand. You know, I'll shoot a message out and group me. We'll make sure everybody knows at the party, but you've got to get your keepers in. So you got, you got to figure things out pretty quickly. Like, you know, if you get that 12th yeah. pick, you got to decide, do you want to keep somebody if you get the first pick? So it, it's a quick turnaround. Hopefully everybody has some time to take a look at it and they're not just guessing. Yeah, that, that was an important PSA from the commissioner here. Uh, and also, BMAC, could, could you just, um, just for Nick, you know, just make sure he knows when the draft is because it seems <laughs> like, you know, him and some others, are, you know, you know, Ben's got to ask the day of when's this draft again? <laughs> uh, we got to keep them, you know, keep them in the loop and everything. So would you tell us? Well, so maybe, you know, Nick's on that California time, which it's hard to do the math on that. I understand that. Uh, but no, for everybody who is in the East Coast or in the Eastern Daylight Savings Time, that's what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. Saving, something like that. Sunday, September 1st, 9.30 p.m. So you got a chance to put your kids to bed. You got a chance to maybe get a quick one in with the significant other. Good yeah, that was that. my night actually tonight. So that's why we're, you know, I'm well, on track for a good podcast tonight. Yeah, so actually, I, all right, I need to pause. There was a picture uploaded to Facebook earlier <laughs> today. I'm going completely off script here, but you just made me think about it. I was hoping you didn't see that. Yeah, we were sitting at dinner, and for some reason, we all lost our appetite. So let's go ahead and talk about that. <laughs> so, the background? so um, Amanda. She she was in this. She was talking about how, like, I come home and I have this, like, I have this body odor. Because here's the thing, like, <laughs> I started, I started, you know, reading that there's all this like bad chemicals and metals and stuff in antiperspirant deodorant. So I wear deodorant that doesn't have the antiperspirant stuff. So it lasts me a good part of the day, but you know, towards the end, I get a little funky. And she was just mentioning that, and it was almost like she was getting a little irritated about it. And then I had my undershirt on because you know how I like my wife beaters and undershirts and everything like that. I'm aware. And, and 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 I didn't have, I didn't realize I had a big hole. And she saw the hole, and it's like she went to battle. She literally, without even notice, she just grabbed the hole and started ripping my shirt. She's like, "This shirt is done." Like she 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 was just on a tirade. I couldn't believe it, and I'm just dying laughing. Actually, it, I mean, seriously, it just happened in the spur of the moment. I'm dying laughing, and then she decides to take a picture and post it to the igloo page, yeah, right, like right on the spot. And so later I made her delete it, but Oh, it was gone. Okay. Yeah, I had her I had her delete it. I'm sorry if all of you so, first of all, I hope everybody gets a chance to listen or does listen. But if not, this is in trouble for us. But hopefully everybody's listening and I hope all of you got to see that picture. <laughs> uh, or hopefully you didn't get to see that picture. Well, if you come to the party, I'm sure Amanda's gonna have too many white claws and uh, <laughs> um, she'll be happy to show everybody the picture on her phone. Hold on, let's talk about I'm getting way derailed. Let's That's talk all about right. White Claws. I haven't had any hard seltzer in my life yet. Have you? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's it's kinda it's kinda my go to right now because, you know, especially with Amanda, you know, sometimes in order to have a little sexy time, you know, we gotta have a little drink. And she, she has the white claws available, so we'll have some white claw. It's I mean you got to have the right flavor, like the lime and the lemon and all that's not really good. Orange is not good. But, like, the black cherry is pretty good. I mean, it just tastes like 
LaCroix, LaCroix or whatever yeah. it's called. It just yep. tastes like that. You don't even taste alcohol. So it's, it's real sneaky. Um, so it's good for the summer. I can't imagine drinking it in the winter, but. So, you know, I'm in, I'm in that beer club at work where every ah. other week we choose a different like theme and everybody shows up with one and you basically get six different types of beers that you get to try out, which it's pretty, it's been really cool. Um, but this week we almost did the hard seltzers because I don't know. It seems like out of nowhere, there's a new brand popping up everywhere. So it was yeah. almost, I almost got to pop that cherry, but not yet. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe, maybe tomorrow, maybe that's the drink of choice out of the coffee cup for all the past winters. Maybe that's, <laughs> uh, maybe that's the way we go. Well, I, the thing is, it's definitely really popular. I don't know if it's going to be like the next Zima or if it's going to be long lasting, like it's going to be something that's going to stay. So we'll see. I think the kids just call it claws, right? It's not white claws. Claws. Well, claws. you know, Amanda has her own catchphrase. Dude. She gets, oh, yeah, she says, uh, what does she say? She says, there ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, all right. Yeah. Another, another derailment here. Yeah. Do the wives and Steph, you don't count. Do the wives get to listen to these podcasts? Oh, look, I think Amanda rolled her eyes and said, "Oh God!" Yeah. When I when I told her I was going to be taping a podcast, I don't yeah. think she's going to waste forty minutes of her life listening to it. Yeah, I got the eye roll and the it was the exact words were, "What a waste of bleeping time." <laughs> so I, yeah. I think we'll keep it relatively PG PG thirteen. So if kids are around, I guess, or if wives are around, they can listen, but. Yeah, I don't know that, that she will. I don't even know if I'll re-listen to it myself. It's probably uh, something I never want to hear again. Oh, stop. You'll listen to it. You'll All lis- right. You'll listen to it at work while you're looking at your uh, freshly printed spreadsheets of your draft order. So listen, man, that is completely – so first of all, I've been killing it at work the last couple of weeks. But I will say productivity the last two days, and I pray to God none of my coworkers listen to this. <laughs> productivity has definitely taken a hit as I've uh, – dabbled a little bit more in, into the fantasy football world, which absolutely. Mm-hmm. We all know it. We all know that you're taking that work time. Well, so. still getting job done, mm-hmm. but getting the other job done too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Did we segue back and, and talk about what we actually plan to talk about now? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Next topic. You ready for this? Yeah. Favorite. Draft or lottery moments, or perhaps one of both. So, I'll let I'll let you go ahead and kick this one off. Okay, so I I wasn't thinking about lottery, but um, so my favorite dr- draft moment. Well, I I, ha- I really have two, and I don't have the specific dates for these, but they're just clear in my mind. The one is that uh, Aaron Seven would take I think she took like Phil Dawson or some sort of Browns obscure player like really early like in the fifth round or something like that and it was just so typical and I thought that was hilarious but the the big one was um when Steph had to go on auto draft (laughs) because something like her computer went down or something like that I think it was Eli's fault wasn't it yeah, it must have been. Easy. But I just imagine like John in the other room 
with the door locked and he like refused to take care of the kids and he, he like let her suffer. And, and I guess I just imagined him coming out of the room at the end of it saying, well, you know, sorry for your loss <laughs> or, or playing dumb. Like, what do you mean? What happened? Here? <laughs> uh, but she was so pissed that I, of course I would have been too, but um, yeah, she had to go an auto draft and um, it picked some, some terrible player, but um, yeah, that was that, a few years ago now, but yeah. So Aaron and Steph seem to always want to go for the same guys. Like it was always uh, Drew Brees, or then it was oh, the tight end for the Browns. Uh, Not Kellen Winslow. No white guy. Oh, uh, I'm sure everybody's yelling it right now as they're listening. Oh, the guy that did the butt catch. No. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Oh, uh, Cameron. Can't get Cameron Jordan Cameron Jordan Cameron yeah that, I think that's yeah and it's like every year those guys they're fighting over their their pretty boy white boys that they had to have <laughs> on their squads every single year uh, that's not my top moment but it made me think of it when you brought up both Aaron <laughs> and yours all right so so what's your moment and I was thinking because there's been a lot like it is. We've been. I've been in this league for. I think this is the seventeenth season. Wow. Um, and you've been in it a long time. At yeah. least What fifteen? Nah, thirteen, something like that. So, since two thousand and twelve. Wait, no, wait, wait. Hold on. No, since two thousand nine, I've been in the league. Okay, this is ten. So, I mean, there's a lot, but the one that stuck out when I was just thinking about it. And I, I'm throwing it pretty far back here, too. I think, like, 2006-ish. It was Reggie Bush's first year in the league. He was a rookie. And, I mean, nobody knew it at the time, but Reggie Bush became one of my major go-tos. I, I tried to get him every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would make Gilmer so mad because he was one of those little get eight catches for 20 yards guys, and he'd win me games just because he would catch check down, check down, check down. But anyway, it was his rookie year, and this was when Coffee was still in the league. And we're sitting in the in the chat or in the draft room, and in the chat, and I took him in like I don't know fifth round, fourth, some somewhere around there. And oh man, Coffee and his boys, his I don't know guys that were all ten years older than us, just started lighting me up. I don't ever forget it. Said Reggie Bush, Brian, really? And it was right from Coffee. I was like, oh, you dirty! Like I just got so angry. And then, so, I mean, I had to defend myself, right? Mm-hmm. But what could I say? Because I didn't have anything to base it off of. But then I played him in, like, week two. And Reggie Bush just obliterated him. Like, went off to, like, 25, 30 points. And, man, that was, like, I just didn't let that die for the rest of the season. I continued to let Coffee know that he didn't know and that he shouldn't touch the Bush push. <laughs> That's definitely one of them. Uh, lottery moments. Actually, another draft moment. And this wasn't – I hear this one talked about a lot. I don't – were you there? It sounded amazing, and I'm sad that I missed it. They had, like, a live draft party while the rest of us were online down in Columbus, I think it was. It was mm-hmm. one night was still in the league. Yeah. And it was his turn to draft, and they're all chanting, like, Mendon Hall, Mendon Hall, to take Richard Mendon Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
like I guess he was like had this like fantasy football magazine out. He's like leafing. Through Wait, the who is this again? You didn't say who was Maddie Black. Oh, okay, Maddie. Okay. And he's just leafing through the pages, like, oh, who do I take? Who do I take? <laughs> and like I think it was probably John and Steph and Gilmer were just Mendon Hall, Mendon Hall, and all of a sudden you see. Mendenhall pop up on the screen. I guess they all died laughing, and I was laughing. <laughs> and I think Mendenhall, it was like his last season where he was even in the league. So that, oh, that would be really funny. When I've, I enjoy hearing that story pretty much every time that one of those guys tells it. <laughs> we should go back to the live drafting. I think it would be a lot of fun, but I don't know. We're always aspirational about getting together, and it yeah. doesn't work out the way we want, but Getting one night is, is hard enough, let alone trying to find two. Yeah. Which actually, I don't know if you have this same thing or if, if it comes up for you, but like, I'll tell my people, I'll tell my friends about my uh, weekend plans. And every year I'm like, yep, we have my, uh, my buddies from college. We're getting together to do our fantasy football lottery party. And they're like, oh, you're doing your draft? Like, no, we're doing our lottery party. And I just get this super quizzical, like, WTF look. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we get together for, for the lottery just to decide what pick we're going to get in the draft. And then like, oh, that sounds cool. But then I go on to explain like, yeah, we got a ping pong balls and a hopper that spins it around, affectionately known as the Pinto. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if I can't tell if that gets it any better, but uh, it, do you experience that at all? Do you ever have to talk about it? And they're like, wait, it's not the draft? No, I mean, I guess I, I haven't had that conversation in a while um, of explaining to people, you know, why we have. I, I mean, I think, or maybe I just don't even say it's for the fantasy football. We just have a party in Ashland. We get together in Ashland. Probably uh, smart. Yeah, I mean, but I, I think it's better because then for the lottery, you know, we include the kids and. Um, it's more, you know, the families can come out. If it were the draft, we'd be like, you know, we'd be yelling at our wives, get out, get the kids out of the room, you know, <laughs> and, um, it would be chaos. It would be, it would be a terrible party. Yeah. It would not be good. Yeah. So, so I, I think it was, I know Pete, uh, hosted last year and it was awesome. And there was kids everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and I think at one moment, Andy looked over at me and was like, dude, this sucks like <laughs> we got to find a place where we can just corral all the kids and wives in one room and we go, get to go and like actually do this without having kids all over the place so uh i can only imagine doing a draft where you're really it, it does matter i just it would be terrible it'd oh be like goodness. steph trying to chase eli down all over again with time <laughs> Well, then all the other wives have to draw the short straws to who's going to take care of John and Steph's kids because they're both drafting. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I like, I like that we do the lottery. It includes everybody. It's, it's, you know, lighthearted. It's, it's really a small part of the whole evening anyways. So, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good get together. Something we look forward to, you know, every Every year, so yeah, and uh, so I, I guess I didn't mention any lottery moments, but the only one I oh. can think of is, is John just <laughs> year after year after year getting that last pick. Man, it like it, it's beyond understanding how he continued to get the 14th pick, the 13th pick, the 12th pick. 
every single year. Yep. Yep. It was, it, it was insane. And, uh, you know, because our rivalry in the beginning, I'll say in the beginning was so heated, I had, I had a small amount of, well, this is bad to say, small, a small, right. small amount of, of pleasure in, 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 in all of that, which I know John's going to listen to this and, you know, he's going to want to punch me, but, um, but it doesn't matter now because he made up for it. He won the league and he won. You know, he's got he's he's got the trophy in his bedroom. He could stare at it while he's making sweet love. I bet they like have it suspended from the <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> and they're like <laughs> All right, no, never mind. So do you want to flip the script since we're on the topic? Yeah, let's do it. Up. Let's talk rivalries. Oh, so, okay. So let's move ahead a second here. So you and John, no matter if John wants to deny it or not, it absolutely is a great rivalry. I, I think so too. You know, he's, I, I just, I expect that John's going to keep playing, you know, that, that persona of just playing it cool and denying everything. I will say though, too, Nick has been um, pleasantly agitated, um, just an, just an irritant to me. <laughs> um, he, he's really Welcome played back, that role. Nick. By the yeah. way, we missed you, Nick, when you were, took a, what, a year or two off. Welcome back to the league. Yeah, I think that was – I mean, I think, you know, didn't Nick leave he, – he, I think – I can't remember what the circumstances were. It was, like, understandable and everything. It was just sort of – things sort of wound down for him. But it was very quickly when he missed it. So yeah. that was – you know, and he – like, and it just so happened it opened up, you know, a year later and we got him back in. But um, – so, yeah, that was – that's been a that's been a great addition, and um, this is not an invitation to continue to be an irritant, Nick. But please uh, do. I, I do appreciate you. Yeah, so I mean, we lost one of our biggest. I guess I'll call it irritants. Joel was always going at people. Oh yeah. Nick well, picked up, Nick picked up a lot of that slack without a lot of the. Uh, uh, I don't know the right. Yeah, I guess I don't know the right terminology. Joel, Joel did it a little differently than Nick does it. Not that I don't yeah. miss Joel and, and some of the things he brought, but yeah, uh, it Nick was to... just all in good fun and yeah. and uh, playful about it. Whereas you know, Joel Joel wasn't afraid to dig deep on you <laughs> or cut but deep on you. <laughs> without Joel, we don't have the league that we have today. That's true. So he is always owed gratitude for that. That's true. Uh. All right, I'll talk about my rivalry a little, a little bit here. Okay. I got that guy over in Ashland. Uh, <laughs> I won't say his name because I, that's how that's going to roll on this one. Uh, he likes to punish goats, though, which is weird. So, Where did that name come from? It's a Cubbies reference. Oh, of course. Of course, okay. like yeah. all things. Like all things. Yeah, um, about as understandable as Andy's team names. Yeah. I think we can pronounce the one this year, right? Our Lady of something. Our Lady Lord, of Lord Lords, Lords. Our Lady of Lordles. Lord. Yeah. Lude. It's French. Lude. Lourdes. Maybe the whole thing's French, like or la. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so back to that guy over in Ashland. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have any other rival. Although at times I do appreciate beating you soundly as well 
Um, you're, you're probably a solid second on my list of people I like to beat. <laughs> but uh, I will say that video he dropped on me where he was the Steve Buscemi character. Oh, that was great. Uh, dude, he, he, that, was that two years ago now? Or maybe it was yeah. last year. No, I think it's two years somewhere. ago. That, that, that was good. And I had no response for that. And I'm still, still kind of pained over that. I actually talked about that at work today, believe it or not. They were talking about, well, it doesn't matter. But I brought that up and I was like, this guy just roasted me through a stupid video. And I appreciate every second of it. <laughs> yeah, it was creative. Uh, it was new. Yeah, so, was so I hope he's terrible this year. Although it is nice when he's when he's better. But he had a rough couple of years. Uh, what other rivalries do we have? Do you, what other ones can we call out? I don't know. I mean, I, I, but I think by default, whenever John is playing Steph, you know we get a kick out of that because, you know, we're just wondering how that, how that plays throughout that week in the, in the home. Yeah. Um, I like to imagine they just don't speak to each other <laughs> for the whole week or, well, like it's, it's, it's like angry relations in the bedroom. We keep going back to their bedroom, by the way. It's I like know. Angry relations in their bed, bedroom at it's night. It's an igloo thing. Then they don't say a word the, the rest of the day. Um, well, but, I th- I think so. I I would love to get Ben a rival. We should just do play matchmaker and get you know we just match people up. Say, hey, what do you guys think about being rivals? Him and Pete, although Ziggler and Pete, Ziggler and Andy, there's like a whole kind of like group right there. Uh huh. Ben and Tyler kind of went at each other a little bit. I felt like over the course of the last couple of years, that's been enjoyable. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of I'm trying to look through the list of names here and see just what would make a natural pairing. Well, I think Tyler would be an awesome rival for somebody, but we, we need to stay in better contact with Tyler other than through Ryan. Um, so I I would love because I I love you know Tyler can really you know get at people and we've had some of those back and forths on you know on whether Brad hand is, or, uh, you know, or other Indians takes and stuff like that. So you just uh, like him cause he's agreeing with you. Let's be honest. No, no, no. I'm just saying <laughs> he could be a good rival. Cause you know, I, I think that he's, you could easily go, go to battle with him, you know, with, with different things. Um, so I'd love to see him get more involved and he could really become a good rival for somebody, but yeah, I agree with that. Uh, grip dog, him and Pete make a lot of sense too. The Andy on Andy uh, rivalry that makes some sense. Yeah, there's a few of them out there. It I don't know, like not every team has to have a rival, but there's definitely a couple marquee matchups every season that I look forward to. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's more natural for for people that are more outspoken, not afraid to to you know talk some trash and stuff like that it's more realistic for them to develop a rival but so that's why i mentioned you know like a tyler or a ben you know if people are kind of playing it cool and keeping themselves you know grib dog although you know i'm looking at this last i'm gribbin gribbin's a great owner i mean he's he's got some really good teams um so if you're a little bit more vocal i think man he'd be he'd be a tough guy uh, yeah, that to guy, be matched he, up with. 
top five almost every season. Yeah. So he's right up there. So you got your mainstays. Like, you're up there most years. I'm up there most years. Gribben is right there with us almost mm-hmm. every year, and it's very impressive. Yeah. Yep. He must work for Google or something. Just, hey, he must, must do something. Yeah. All right. So let's move on and move back to what will now be probably our final topic, and then we'll kind of wrap this thing up because I think we're coming up against uh, yeah. the final we, we we shot towards. Sorry, I had a beer burp. Uh, so Wait, what are you drinking? Day. What are you drinking? Okay. Uh, so this week's theme for my beer club was uh, Ohio or local breweries. Okay. So I'm drinking the Brew Kettle's Major Lager. So it's like a Rick Vaughn, like a Rick Wild Thing Vaughn looking can. And it's pretty dang solid. It's a, a nice lager. It's a premium lager. Oh, nice. So... I would definitely invest in a six pack of these if I if I was so inclined. Mm-hmm. A club sounds awesome. I've been thinking about doing something like that. Maybe I should ask for that for Christmas or something like that. Yeah, it's a good way to get exposure. Get yourself exposed. Yeah, I like to. I like. Well, I like to be exposed. As we can, you Clearly. saw my Facebook, or you know, get get exposed by my wife. But um, no, I like to try. I, talk, I like to try new beers. I you know, I won't. I won't even turn down a white claw. Claw. So. There no laws in the claws. <laughs> there ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Right. So, all right. Let's go. To, <laughs> sorry. All right. So this might be a little bit premature. That um, the keeper prediction. So I, I know we don't know the lottery order yet. But if you're looking through it. Where do you think the keepers are going to wind up this year? Do you think there will be a bunch, not many, like last year? What do you think people are going to do? Okay, well, I think there will be more than last year. So I was going through this. What's really, really intriguing is that, I mean, there's several people that you look at their roster, you know, they may not have any. Okay, but you've got some here that, I mean, really intriguing. So, like, so Andy Z, okay, he's got Mahomes – Smith Schuster and McCaffrey. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you know, what do you do with that? We've got um, Nick. He's got Russell Wilson, Joe Mixon and Melvin Gordon. You, we talked about Melvin Gordon being kind of um, Pete. Pete's got I mean, treasure trove. I mean, he's got Drew he's Brees, Devontae Adams, Nick Chubb, Jared Goff. I mean, he could go in any number of directions there. Um, Grib Dog, he's got he's got Baker, he's Michael Thomas, um, Deshaun Watson. You know, I mean, these guys have like two good quarterbacks, both with Pete and Grib. Yeah. Okay. And then the other one, uh, Andy Hun, he's got Tyreek. He's got David Johnson, who is a complete. uh, You never know with a new offense and gimmicky offense, and he's got. James Conner too, right? James Conner, that's the other one. Yeah. So, and even Ben, you know, he's he's got Zeke, but he's also got Mike Evans too. And um, I mean, there's just, I mean, they can go a number of different, you know, directions. Um, yeah. You're to me, you're the most predictable. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping um, Saquon, and I don't want to give any strategy away. But I mean, that's unless I get the very first pick, I, I will choose to keep Saquon. Like, there's no yeah about it. Yeah. And what about Rodgers? 
you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, try see to get happens. you there. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But I mean, uh, Steph's in a good place. I mean, Alvin Kamara and then Julio. Yeah. Um, she, she will keep both of them. I like that's. I guess we shouldn't be doing this, but that's she'll do that. She's not dumb. She's a very good manager too. Yeah. Even if she is a girl. Sorry. <laughs> that's sexist, Brian. Sure is. Sorry, Steph. You know I love you. Uh, Tyler, I talked to him, was it last week, at um, his grandma's ba- uh, birthday party. I almost said bachelor party, which would have been really <laughs> weird. He's, he'd had, he hadn't really uh, considered it yet. And I was like, well, you got Odell. You got Dalvin Cook. Like, you got some keepers you can choose from. And his response was that he would pray about it. So <laughs> I think because his mom was sitting around and he wanted to let her know he was still praying. Yeah. So very classy, very classy, very classy response, Tyler. Very well. Well, what about Rivers? Because I mean, Rivers, he's a t- he's a you know pretty high scorer in the league. Um, I, I have this whole big question. I mean, it, we should save this for another podcast. Yep. But I mean, you're looking at the top, um, you know, the top scores in fantasy from last year. And most of them are quarterbacks and, and running backs. I mean, the only – the first wide receiver is not until the – let's say 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14th. And it's Tyreek. So, I mean, that's – it's – I mean, we, we kind of downplay quarterbacks, but they are consistently the top scorers in our league. Um, so, you know, why not keep them if, you know, uh, I think that's an interesting topic of discussion, but, oh, we didn't even talk about that guy over there in Ashland, what he's going to do. He already said, he already announced the league that he was not keeping anybody. I I think that was more anger. I don't know the way that Le'Veon, Le'Veon treated him last year. We'll see what he does. Mm. He might end up deciding to to let Le'Veon go or or to keep him. We'll see. Well, he's just bitter because he can't keep Brady again. (laughs) <laughs> he could, right? I don't think. No, he's... no, he's got. He did it twice. Oh, that's it. That's, yeah, that's he, it, man. He kept him in seventeen and eighteen, so he's done. So, the highest form of how does that go? The imitation is the highest form of flattery. Yeah, we all know that Brady was my boy. Le'Veon was my boy. And <laughs> all these guys, he goes out and gets a year later. Those are my boys. It's like he's just taking a little piece of my heart every time he takes one and keeps them for three years. Those are my boys. I'm just loaning them out to him. So I, I might I might just have to go and get Brady at some point just to say I had him on my team one last year. That sounds like something a rival would say. Maybe. Might be. So, hey, before we wrap it up, though, I, I want to I drop down some breaking news. Let's hear it. Okay. Here's breaking news. Okay. I have decided that I, I'm extremely unhappy with my 12th place last year, and I need a fresh start. So I I am not going to be keeping Antonio Brown. Whoa! I am not going to be keeping him. And so I my my draft position is uh, is at a pre. Uh, I need I need a good draft position. Wow! Tomorrow, so the stakes are high for me tomorrow with the ping pong balls. Wow, you're coming off the first pick last year, right? Yeah, yeah. So can you do it again? Can you get yourself in the in the top premium spot? Wow, okay. Breaking uh, news here on the podcast, so I hope you're listening. We probably yes. need a name for this podcast. 
Yeah, we'll have to yeah, think we'll about think- that. It's too late for me to think about anything. Yeah. And we're up against like 40-some minutes here. So we should probably wrap this up. Uh, any big, any big uh, other news? Let's see. I know that you had seen a tattoo story you wanted to talk about real quick. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah. I mean, so you, you guys might have seen that um, there was some idiot Browns fan that got a, a real tattoo of a Browns helmet, and it said Super Bowl 2020 or something like that. That's commitment. You know, yeah, making this ridiculous prediction or whatever. And um, it just – they did, never showed the guy's face, and I just wondered – could that be you, Dan Hufford? I just, it just, I, it Dan, just could be. Yes, Dan, Dan Hufford. Hufford. It could yeah, be. That could be him. I, I've heard rumors that this guy is all over social media, just lighting people's inboxes up who are making fun of him. So, Eric, <laughs> you can get out there, make fun of this guy, and maybe he'll blow you up. No, I don't need blown up. Trust me. <laughs> uh, cool. So, I, I really have enjoyed this. I look forward to seeing. Yeah. You tomorrow or if you're listening to this it, it might be later today um are you golfing eric no nah, i can't golf i gotta watch kids all right well i hope the guys that are golfing don't take 17 hours to complete a, a round uh and we can have a lot of fun tomorrow night yeah well just hope i'm just hoping the golfers aren't lit up by the time we get there yeah we should it keep just hoping. make us feel like <laughs> make us feel like we missed out you know anyways but i hope they have a good time yeah, I do so, as well. So, well, hey, this was good. Hey, I'm, I'm actually, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. It's been a long time, so kind of went through the whole summer without hanging out. So, be it'd be really good to hang out. Yeah, it will be really good to to hang out. And that music, I guess, means it's our cue. So, uh, this was a success, and I hope we can do some more of these. And I hope that everybody enjoyed it. And I hope you're still listening. Uh, until next time. It's BMAC and Eric signing up, and we will see you all soon.